Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Floodcast, and I am your host Michelle Igomo. It's so amazing to have you guys back. And um, on this episode, we'll just be um, going through um, over the season that we'll be entering right now. So, as of Wednesday, the season of Lent will be starting, which is with the Ash Wednesday. And I really hope that I'll be more consistent with this podcast during this whole 40 days of Lent because for me, this Lenten season, out of all the seasons of the church's calendar, is the most spiritually awakening season. Like, it's the most tasking season. It's, it, it really tasks you in every every aspect of your life it tests your ability to fast and deny yourself of certain things you're used to it tests your relationship with god and how much you really know about his love and his mercy it brings to your memory all the things that god has done for you for your sake for our salvation and i just think it's just so beautiful thinking about it so i really hope that i'll be able to um be taking you guys with me on this journey um i'll really be discussing about everything well i'm getting ahead of myself anyways (laughs) i'll talk about that in um episodes to come but for this episode i'll just be going over um all the things that i got right now that we're entering lent um i feel this is this this um this is the time where whatever decision you make now will affect how the rest of this 40 day um season is going to be for you what kind of decisions you make um what kind of conclusions you make um whatever you set your mind on would guide you or would help you throughout the rest of the lenten season So today, um, I'm just going to take this verse from the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, from verses 6 to verses 9. Okay, and it goes like this. Turn to the Lord and pray to him now that he is near. Let the wicked live their way of life and change their way of thinking. Let them turn to the Lord our God. He is merciful and quick to forgive. I just feel like this this um two verses just basically summarizes all that the Lenten period is about. It's about us realizing that no matter how grave our sin is, no matter how far we think we've um gone, no matter how wide the distance is that we've separated ourselves from God, it is never ever bigger than his love and his mercy for us. And this just brings our mind to it. Lenten period is a time where we realize this and then we turn back to him. Where we realize our weaknesses, our our faults, our, our sins, our temptations that we've given into, our addictions. Every single thing that has been holding us back from enjoying the fullness of God's grace. This season is where you realize and you just unburden yourself of everything you let it go and you turn into the new light it's also a season where people that have been living in darkness are being called back to the light verse 7 says let the wicked leave their way of life 
and change their way of thinking. Sometimes what really draws us away from God is not the action itself, it's our way of thinking. When you think that God hates you because you did this, or God doesn't want to hear from you again because you only talk to him when you want something from him, or that God is hateful, or that God um, is punishing you for something you've done. Basically, when your thoughts about God is entirely different from who he actually is, Lenten period is a time where you begin to change that, you begin to see things more clearly, you begin to understand and in-depthly and purposely draw closer to God, to know him and to know who he really is. I think further down the line, verses 8 says, My thoughts, says the Lord, are not like yours, and my ways are different from yours. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways of thoughts above yours. God doesn't think like us, neither does he act like us. We humans, we tend to um, exact revenge. You know, do me, I do you. If you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. If you wrong me, I'm going to... I mean, I'm not going to hate you, but I'm probably not going to like you. You're not going to be the first person on my mind when I think of a friend. If you hurt me, I'm not going to want to work in your best interest anymore. But when we put or when we place God in those principles and use that mindset to determine our relationship with God, I think that just messes everything up and that gives us a false picture of God's feeling for us and that's what the devil wants to put into our head because the moment you begin to doubt God's love for you everything else just falls apart and this sentence is in God wants you to know that he doesn't think like you he doesn't act like you he is not going to hate you indefinitely because you sinned against him neither is he going to turn his back on you God is patient he is going to wait for you to turn back to him and he is waiting right beside you and this Lenten season is a time where we begin to realize that this um, verse says our God is merciful and quick to forgive if you're willing to finally start something that is real finally build something that is strong finally know God for who he really is if you're tired of your life or the way you've been living your life you're tired of the depression and the anxieties and the awful feeling you get every time you keep doing that same sin over and over again if you want to start afresh if you want to feel peace if you want to be content if you want to have joy there is only one way and that is through Jesus there is no other way and Jesus himself is calling you to walk with him through these 40 days of Lent and know him and know what he wants for you and know how he feels about you and know where you stand with him. I don't think that's too hard a request for us to answer. This call is for everybody. This call is now because you really might never get this chance again. Because verse 6 literally says that turn to the Lord and pray to him now that he is near. Now that God has promised that he is not going to leave you until the end of time. The end of time is really not certain. Can be now it can be a billion years from now. But now that he is near, now that 
you are sure that he's going to listen and you have his word that he's going to forgive you turn to him now and even for those of us that feel like yes we've been christians all our lives and we've already um, reconciled ourselves with god i think the word of god makes it quite clear that every single day we sin and we fall short of the glory of god every single day we disobey him every single day we move farther from him and this lenten season is a time to analyze our lives and to know where we want to be with God when he comes back we want to realize that this life I've been living I mean there is room for improvement yes I've been pretty good it's been going all right but there is there is always room for improvement so um, as far as we are still on this earth we're not perfect because we still have to deal with daily temptations and tests and stones that the devil has to throw at us every single day so even if we're still we're like we're better off than where we used to be christian wise we can still draw closer to god and that is why lent is basically about three principles and that is prayer fasting and charity and these principles are usually more enhanced these principles that guides are our Christian life are more enhanced and more emphasized during this Lenten season. So we're thought to reflect on our lives and fast, abstain from something that you're used to, abstain from something that is drawing you away from God, that is um, have self-control over your wants and your needs, and then increase your prayer life, be able to talk to God more efficiently and more frequently than you used to, with more zeal and with more faith, and then charity give out give to people who are in in more need than you give to people that need something give your time give money give resources and i feel like the current predicament of this world makes it possible that you have something to give to someone there is someone that's always going to be in need so there's really no excuse for not doing that so just on that i feel one of the major questions that now proves as Christians during this time of the year is what should I fast from? So in cap in the Catholic Church, um fasting you can fast from, from like timing. You can fast by timing. I'm talking like six to six, no food, no water. It depends on you and depends on what you can take. But we also fast from things. That means we abstain and keep away from specific things that we want to give up. Um, okay, take for example, um, while growing up, even up until now, I just made like a point of duty to give up um, meat and fish. So that was a huge, a huge fit for me because as a child, I mean, which which child doesn't like meat or doesn't like fish? So it was very hard um, working with that all through 40 days in my house. And keep in mind, okay, in my household, all of us kept that meat fast. So there was no meat in any of our food. So it was quite easy keeping up the fast. But then the fish part was added by me. It was included because I just, I wanted to have that control. I mean, it's not every time that you give your body what it wants. So I wanted to have that abstinence. I, that was what I wanted to give up to God at that time. And it, that was incredibly hard because I was the only one doing that in my house. Everyone else was eating fish. So imagine my mom cooking food with fish inside and then I had to be picking out the fish one by one. Like the, 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 the temptation was overbearing. 
but I feel God stuck out to me even at that young age. Like I never fell out. I never, I never, I never like just. I never just quitted like mid I was like no I can't do this. I, I I always found a way and in the end I did it. But this year I wanted to be different, given the fact that I am older this year. I'm entering a new phase of my life. I feel like I have battled that kind of fast because I'm already used to it. So if I say I want to abstain only from meat and fish this year, it's not going to be a huge or a big deal for me because I'm buying my own food now. So I don't think that is to me. I don't think it's something that really means a lot and if I want to abstain from anything this length I want it to be something that means a lot to me because that's the whole point of fasting and abstaining it's a sacrifice because God sacrificed Jesus for us that's the whole point so um, basically this year my mind when I was thinking of why I want to fast from my mind went to that part of the Bible where Jesus was like what goes into a man is not what makes him unclean but what comes out of him so Apart from the food that goes into me, what comes out from me that I want to stop, that I want to keep away from, and there were a lot of things, but the one thing that I kept trying to divert or I kept trying to remove my mind from because I didn't didn't know how that was going to work out, but at the end, I mean, you always know your conscience, if it's alive, always tells you, it was social media. So... I think I've been open about this that I, I'm kind of always on social media way too much than I would like for some reason and usually in between I always exercise this three days break from social media no Instagram no snapchat none of that and it, it was it was always going well but I just it was always very hard and that was when I discovered that damn I might actually be addicted to social media like why is it so hard for me to keep away why is it so hard to ignore a notification message why is it so hard to not to be on social media and then even during those days that I had those um, like breaks in between I was always confused or I was always lost like okay now what do I do with my time because I was so used to spending my time on social media that when it was removed I had no idea what I was going to do with the extra time so I feel that for me it's one thing that is worth giving up to God for this 40 days so I limited my time on social media per day to be two hours. So that is my first fast for this Lenten season. I'm going to be spending only two hours per day on social media. If I find that that is too easy for me, I'll reduce it to one. But for now, let it be two hours, like totally on all social media. And yeah, so the second one is um, stems out from the fact that I I also want to be able to involve God in every part of my day not just in the mornings when I pray and in the evenings I want to be able to talk to God as freely as possible so I said I was going to talk to God at least to at least five times throughout my day and I know this is going to be quite hard because I'm usually extremely busy during the day with other things but I don't I know it's not impossible if I actually set my mind and I involve God it's definitely going to come through for me and one of the points of this fast is um, as well is that you want to inculcate a habit that would stick to you even after the Lenten season so this is a perfect time to do that and I feel like if I can get through 40 days talking to God five times per day it's definitely going to stick out stick with me like for the rest of my life basically so that is one habit I want to inculcate and then the third one is I want to have self-control guys 
I really didn't even realize that this was a problem for me until recently. Uh, sometimes I get so overwhelmed by my feelings. If I'm feeling anxious, if, it, if I'm feeling worried, or if I'm overthinking, or if I'm angry, my feelings usually get the best of me, and I end up doing things that I later regret. And that has been like one major issue in my life that I want to get rid of. I want to be able to control my temper. I want to be able to control my mood swings. I want to be able to control my mind and the thoughts I let in there. And yeah, so that would be my third fast for this Lenten season. I do not want to worry or get angry to the point that I cannot control myself. So self-control is one thing that I want to learn during this Lenten season. So I'm going to fast from worry and I am going to fast from anger. Those are the major feelings that, yeah. And then the fourth one, I know you guys might laugh at this one if you hear with this, but this has become, this has become so um, normal in quotes that people really don't see it as anything, but I really see it as a lot because it tells a lot about you. And it's something that I'm kind of used to that I want to stop that is telling lies we get so used to telling lies so frequently that we don't even see it as something that should be changed anymore but i don't like it and i want to always tell the truth because i mean at this point in my life if i can still be lying i mean i might as well be lying for the rest of my life (laughs) and it's like it's so clear that it's even part of the ten commandments guys lying no matter how small no matter how harmless it might seem is still a sin so that is one thing i want to fast from throughout this 40 days and hopefully it will stick to me for the rest of my life yeah so no lies so um these four things that i have chosen to fast from for this lenten season um was thoughtfully uh, mapped out and i also prayed on it because you really can't do it by yourself trust me i have gained from experience because at the beginning of this year i was saying i was going to be working out every morning and yeah that did not work out and this is just march oh this is just february by the way so when you don't involve god in things and you try to do it on by your own strength it's going to fall in your face so yeah um so this um things that i have listed to fast from would help me control my mouth it will help me control my tongue it will help me control my thoughts and my mind and my heart and it will also help me control my actions those are like the three basic ways that we actually do sin against god our thoughts our tongue and our actions so if i can actually keep this for the rest of 40 days that is like a huge fit for me like i definitely will go closer to god most definitely and i just hope that it all works out so if you're also trying to think of things to fast from yeah most definitely you should think of the one thing that means so much to you that literally takes you away from god like you know that that is one thing that is battling with god for first place in your life so I feel that is some that's one place to start from when you're thinking of what to fast from. It's going to be hard. It's going to be extremely hard. But it's not impossible. And if Jesus could go through the hardest hardest feeling anyone can go through because of us, I mean this is just like a little thing to give up for him. So yeah. But it is important to note that all this wouldn't work if I only attack 
my behavior and not the source of my behavior so it's not just about saying i don't want to do this i don't want to do that i don't want to do that you should also look within yourself and find out why do i do this why i am why am i so addicted to social media why am i always lying why am i always angry or why do i always get worried or why do i always find it difficult to pray or to bring my issues to god every day and when you begin to find these answers you have found the source you have found the reason and then you have to remove those lies so now the reason for those bad actions or bad behavior of yours are lies because okay take for example now why 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 do you lie i lie most of the time because i want to I want people to perceive me as a better person than I actually am. I'm trying to pretend that I'm a better person than I am. Okay, take for instance, um, if this is an example, though. this did not happen, I don't steal, but I'm using this as an example, P.S. So take for instance, I steal somebody's money, yeah, I steal like 5,000 euro. And the person asks me, did I take the money? And I say no. At that instance, I've lied about taking the money because I want the person to believe that I am not a thief. Meanwhile, I'm actually thief. So most of the time when I've lied, after looking back on my life, was because I want people to perceive me as somebody better than I actually am. And now, when you actually find out the lie, which is step one, you remove the lie and you replace it with the truth. And we have only one truth, which is God's word. So now, how do I replace that lie with the truth? I replace it by realizing that really first of all nobody is perfect and trying to pretend to be perfect is you trying to depend on your own strength to be perfect when you realize that you're not perfect and you own up to your bad actions and bad habits you depend on god's perfection and god's grace and god's sacrifice to make you perfect so all i have to do is just to understand and realize that it's okay to not be perfect as far as that brings you closer to God. I think that was what St. Paul was saying when he said, um, he said something along the line of, um, I will be happy of my weakness, something like that, I will be happy of my weakness so that God's strength or God's grace would be made more perfect to me. So it doesn't mean that what I did at that time is good, but it just means that it's better to say the truth and to let people perceive me as a thief and go to God to help me and to liberate me from being a thief than to lie about being a thief. You, 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 get, you get the drill, yeah. So when you apply that to all of your bad behaviors, not just saying, I just so I don't want to stop, you attack the root cause and you replace that with the truth. I feel it will go a farther way in helping you stick to your um, Lenten fast and abstinence. And you cannot replace something or you cannot replace those lies with the truth if you don't know God's word. So, all in all, make sure that this Lent you you read the Bible like more than ever before. Dive into it. Sleep within it. Breathe it. Um, swim in it. Do everything in it so that that will stick to you and you would have like the answers every single time a temptation comes up and rises up so yeah that's all all i have for you guys i really hope that this would work for you as much as it will work for me don't forget to also pray over it and ask the holy spirit to help you and guide you during this 40 days hopefully i'll be more um consistent during this 40 days i'll be telling you guys about my journey from day one to day 40 easter sunday 
and yeah I, I just hope that it, it will be good and everything will turn out fine so please pray for me to be consistent on here throughout this lenten period and i do hope that this easter would be a lot more different than other easters that you've celebrated this would be actually a turning point easter for you rather than just a regular easter so there is so much i want you guys um to know so much i would like to share with you guys concerning this lenten period so much from last year I would like to even tell you guys of that couldn't I didn't have the chance to last year so please try to stay tuned because I have a lot to share with you guys you know so yeah I'll see you guys in the next episode stay blessed don't forget to share subscribe leave a review and be at peace <laughs>